Israel can't imprison two million Gazans without paying a cruel price. Gideon Levi reminds his Israeli readership of a truth that the imperialists and their proxies ignore at their peril. Oppression breeds resistance. Bombing of the Gaza Strip has intensified as Israel prepares for an expected ground offensive. While it is freely admitted that the tunnels used by the resistance are too far below the ground even to be affected by so-called bunker busters, the Israeli government is taking the opportunity to further its ethnic cleansing plans by urging Palestinians to evacuate their homes. Plans to evict the entire 2 million population to Egypt are doomed to fail, however. The Palestinians have made it clear that they will not endure another Nakba, nor will regional allies stand meekly by and allow the Zionists' planned genocide to be completed. With every reckless and ruthless step it takes, with every further descent into openly espoused barbarity and fascism, Israel is only hastening its own demise. Gideon Levi, Tuesday 17th of October 2023. This article is reproduced from the Israeli newspaper Haaretz with thanks. We can't help noting that there seems to be more scope for dissent within fascistic Israeli society and media than is allowed in the ranks of the British and US body politic. That fact alone speaks volumes about the state of British and US democracy. Behind all this lies Israeli arrogance. The idea that we can do whatever we like, that we'll never pay the price and be punished for it, will carry on undisturbed. We'll arrest, kill, harass, dispossess and protect the settlers busy with their pogroms. We'll visit Joseph's tomb, Othniel's tomb and Joshua's altar in the Palestinian territories and of course the Temple Mount, over 5,000 Jews on Sukkot alone. We'll fire at innocent people, take out people's eyes and smash their faces, expel, confiscate, rob, grab people from their beds, carry out ethnic cleansing and of course continue with the unbelievable siege of Gaza Strip and everything will be alright. We're building a terrifying obstacle around Gaza. The underground wall alone costs 3 billion shekels, $765 million and we'll be safe. We'll rely on the geniuses of the army's 820 cyber intelligence units and on the Shin Bet security service agents who know everything. They'll warn us in time. We'll transfer half an army from the Gaza border to the Hawara border in the West Bank only to protect far-right lawmaker Ziv Zukot and the settlers and everything will be all right, both in Hawara and in Eretz, crossing into Gaza. It turns out that even the world's most sophisticated and expensive obstacle can be breached with a smoky old bulldozer when the motivation is great. This arrogant barrier can be crossed by bicycle and moped despite the billions poured into it and all the famous experts and fat cat contractors. We thought we'd continue to go down to Gaza, scatter a few crumbs in the form of tens of thousands of Israeli workers' permits, always contingent on good behaviour, and still keep them in prison. We'll make peace with Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, and the Palestinians will be forgotten until they're erased, as quite a few Israelis would like. We'll keep holding thousands of Palestinian prisoners, sometimes without trial, most of them political prisoners, and we won't agree to discuss their release even after they've been beaten in prison for decades. We'll tell them that only by force will their prisoners see freedom. We thought we would arrogantly keep rejecting any attempt at a diplomatic solution only because we don't want to deal with all that, and everything would continue that way forever. Once again, it was proved that this isn't how it is. 
a few hundred armed Palestinians breached the barrier and invaded Israel in a way no Israeli imagined was possible. A few hundred people proved that it's impossible to imprison two million people forever without paying a cruel price. Just as the smoky old Palestinian bulldozer tore through the world's smartest barrier on Saturday, it tore away at Israel's arrogance and complacency. And that's also how it tore away at the idea that it's enough to occasionally attack Gaza with suicidal drones and sell them to half the world to maintain security. On Saturday, Israel saw pictures as it has never seen before. Palestinian vehicles patrolling its cities, bike riders entering through the Gaza gates. These pictures tear away at that arrogance. The Gaza Palestinians have decided they're willing to pay any price for a moment of freedom. Is there any hope in it? No. Will Israel learn its lesson? No. On Saturday, they were already talking about wiping out entire neighbourhoods in Gaza, about occupying the Strip and punishing Gaza, quote, as it has never been punished before, end quote. But Israel hasn't stopped punishing Gaza since 1948, not for a moment. After 75 years of abuse, the worst possible scenario awaits it once again. The threats of, quote, flattening Gaza, end quote, prove only one thing, we haven't learned a thing. The arrogance is here to stay, even though Israel is paying a high price once again. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu bears very great responsibility for what happened, and he must pay the price. But it didn't start with him, and it won't end after he goes. We now have to cry bitterly for the Israeli victims, but we should also cry for Gaza. Gaza, most of whose residents are refugees created by Israel, Gaza, which has never known a single day of freedom. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources and we need workers support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.